Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. Welcome to another episode of the Fight for Your Marriage podcast. It's Lori, and I'm sitting here with my mom, Charlene, and we've got a special treat for you today. Lori, I love doing these podcasts and reading the comments that everybody has after they hear them. I know the comments are amazing because people love listening to the podcast. If you are behind on any of the episodes that have been released recently, you can go back through your podcast app or even through our website and catch up on some of the past ones that you may have missed out on. I know there's been several that have been um, very popular and talked about recently, so you won't want to miss those. But today we have a treat. Today we're going to hear from two women who have shared a brief version of their restoration testimony. And both of these stories are very different But the path that they took to restoration was the same, and it had to do with their faithfulness to standing for restoration despite the circumstances. I can relate to these women as they share their testimony, and I'm sure you will be able to relate to them in one way or another. And we want you to understand that standing is for a lifetime, and I can only say that over and over, because you are going to grow in the Lord, and we want our families to accept the Lord Jesus Christ and then grow and mature in the Lord as time goes by. Hi, my name is Amy. My husband and I live in Dallas. He gave me his blessing to make this recording. Uh, We have a restored marriage. Praise the Lord. My husband left in 1998, and we legally remarried in 2018. That is 20 years of standing. I'm so grateful to have him back in my life. God is still doing a work in our lives, and I trust that he will bring our healing to full completion. During the years my husband was gone, I always knew that he was my husband, even though in the eyes of the state he was married to another woman. I always wore my wedding ring, always stated that I'm married, acted as a married woman, didn't date or even think of dating, and I prayed continually for restoration. God was so faithful to me on this journey and gave me trusted prayer partners to pray with daily. These were fellow standers who were on the same journey that I was on. As a side note, my current prayer partner is also in the restoration process with her husband after 30 years of being divorced. During the years that my husband was gone, he had three sons with another woman. They are now ages 13, 15, and 17. The oldest is in high school, a senior in high school. I've prayed for these boys all of their lives, and now, thank you, Jesus, they are part of my life, and I have a good relationship with each of them. My husband is grateful to have me as his wife. He sent me a text just yesterday, actually, stating that I am the best wife. Twenty years ago, he called me his ex-wife, and he said he was never coming home and that I should move on. I knew that God called me his wife and said to stand and pray for his healing and for our marriage restoration. My family and friends did not agree with my stand, and they also told me to move on. I'm extremely grateful that I waited for my husband and that I prayed for marriage restoration. God showed me from the beginning that when people asked, what if, you're never, what if your husband never comes home? That my answer was to be like the three Hebrew boys in Daniel 3.17, 
who were about to be thrown into the fire. I was to tell people, my God is well able to bring my husband home, and he will bring him home. But even if he doesn't, I will never bow down to the God of adultery. Thank you to Rejoice Marriage Ministries for many years of support in my stand. Thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for empowering me to stand. And even though my husband is home, I'm still standing and praying for my marriage restoration. Um, and I rely on the support of other fellow standers to keep standing. So thank you to all of you. God bless you. After four and a half months, um, God allowed my husband to return home. Um, it's been such a blessing having him back home. Um, although the work has just begun as far as restoring our marriage and going to marriage counseling and, you know, um, developing new routines now that he's home with us and our boys, um, I didn't know that he would come home. God, God, it surprised me. You know, um, I had no idea. My husband and I had very, very, very little contact while he was away. Um, he didn't really talk to us. He definitely didn't see us at all. Um, he was with someone else during that time, and um, it just seemed like he was pretty content with where he was. During that time, I was hurting, but I was praying, and I was laying my children, my marriage, myself, my spouse at God's feet every day, multiple times a day. Um, um, I realized early on God told me, because I didn't know how long this was going to last. I mean, I thought it would be months. I thought it could be a year. And I was trying to gear up to last that long. Um, but God said it's going to happen, you know, when it's when you when you're ready, it'll happen. Like I just felt like that God was saying that to me. Like I determine how long because um, he was God was doing a work in me. God is doing a work in me, and that work is to put God first. He told me, I don't have to be a jack of all trades, but a master of none. God says I only had to master Him, and that is. That is what I'm doing. I'm trying my best to do is to master God. I know that I fall short every day, but I am putting forth effort to master God, to center him into my life because that is, that's what God didn't have a priority in my life before. God was more like an afterthought. Now it's like, oh, you know, so... Seek ye first the kingdom and all things will be added. All things, including marriage, including motherhood, and in whichever way it comes. You know, but thank you for your emails and your site um, and the different resources and CDs and the YouTube videos that you guys have and the CD that you guys sent. Um, It's been inspiring for me as well as the power of a praying wife the book, um, The Power of Prayer That Changes Marriage, Healing the Soul of a Woman, um, The Battlefield of the Mind. Those are just books that help me to get through um, these 
tough months, you know, but God answered my prayer. He honored me. He listened to me. And I'm so grateful to God that um, he brought my husband home. Um, Although this is just the beginning, God is still restoring our marriage. It definitely doesn't just go back to normal. There's definitely... um, there are definitely some challenges at this, at this stage, but God is a restorer. He's a way maker. And one thing that I had to constantly put on my mind and on my tongue, even when we don't see it, he's working. Even when we don't feel it, he's working. He never stops working. So I know you may not feel it or you may not even see it, I didn't see it. I couldn't feel it. I felt hurt. And I just had to remind myself every day, don't look at the storm. Keep my eyes fixated on God. Keep my eyes fixated on God. I would tell myself, don't look at the storm. Don't look at the storm. Which is the sadness and the anger and the disappointment. Keep your eyes on God. Wow. Such profound comments and suggestions from these standers. And what a praise report for both of them, which is from soup to nuts and in difference of their marriages being restored. But God is in the midst of it all. And God became the priority in their lives, which is so important. These are two women that had very different stories and that one waited for over 20 years for her restoration to happen. And the other one had a much shorter stand. And I know that it doesn't matter how long you're waiting, whether it's 20 years, four months, four years. What's the same about these women is that they both had a commitment to rely on God to meet their needs and to get them to the path where they ended up, which was restoration. And that's my encouragement to you every time I speak is do not look at your circumstances. Do not look how long you've been doing anything. If God is the focus of your life, and if you put him first in your life, if you open up the word of God daily and read at least a chapter or two of the word daily, then you're going to grow in the Lord and he is going to guide your every step. And you're going to cry out to him asking God to move the mountains that you may be facing, but you're going to see him moving in your life and in your family's lives. The question is, do you want restoration or do you want restoration in your time frame? And that is so true because, Lori, you know, we have to totally surrender to the Lord and say, not my will, but your will be done. And his timing is there's a divine reason for everything we all go through, and his timing is we have to trust him. Exactly. And that's not always easy, but it's definitely worthwhile in the end. Well, and you want to be in the Lord's will and not your own will. And that may be hard because you may be a controller or used to be a controller, but you have to surrender daily your will and way to God's will and way. Exactly. Um, Amy brought up the story in Daniel 3 of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And if you don't know this story, King Nebuchadnezzar built a giant idol out of gold, and he had commanded everyone 
in the community that they had to bow down to this idol and worship when they heard the sound of music. And anyone that refused to bow down would be thrown into a blazing furnace. And God protected these three, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego throughout their life, but he really protected them when they had to decide if they were going to bow down to this idol. And they refused to do it. And King Nebuchadnezzar did what he promised and threw them into the fire. But they were protected from the fire, even though they had to go through it. And the Lord's going to protect us from the fires around us if we will just trust in him. At the end of the chapter of chapter 3, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego emerged from the fire, the Bible tells us that they had no harm done to their bodies. Their clothes were not scorched. They didn't even have the smell of fire on them. And you may feel like you're going through a fire and maybe you're even walking around burned and battered and worn down. But if you listen to God and him only and refuse to bow down to the idols that are around us, he promises to be our protector. Let me share in Daniel 3 the exact scripture. This is such a powerful example of what you're going through. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace was so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisor, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, O king. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of God. I love this illustration that you probably feel and have felt like you were thrown into a fire. And you have got to realize that God is right there with you. And this is such a powerful, powerful illustration. And that's why I'm so excited that they referred to that. Because it says in verse 26, Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. He rescued who he threw into the fire out of the fire because he saw the power of God. And you are going to see the power of God moving in your marriage daily. And that's what we want to encourage you and to never, never forget. So I pray that you will be so encouraged each time you hear these different podcasts of the different testimonies that we um, have people share, that you will believe that nothing is too hard for your certain marriage with your particular problems. It is not nothing. Nothing is too hard. And that's what we want you to understand. It is so important that God is able to do immeasurably more than you ever can begin to imagine. And listen to Christian music, listen to Christian teachings, and keep your faith up. Do not be depleted. You need to grow in the Lord each and every day. We're so thankful for Amy and Teresa being willing to share what God's done in their family, because I know that it will encourage many of you if you identify with 
the situation they've been in. If you have a testimony that you want to share and you want to call in and share it with us, you can call 1-888-509-1463 and share a portion of your testimony and what God's done in your family as well. Do you want to close in prayer for us? I would love to. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for all of these people that are listening to this podcast. I pray that this will motivate them to be encouraged that nothing, nothing is too hard for you to do, regardless of any circumstance. And Lord, and regardless of the period of time, time is not our enemy. And we just ask that you would uh, heal and restore and rebuild these marriages on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for these testimonies. I thank you that these two precious women have shared their um, their praise report, and I pray that you would uh, speak to others to do likewise. Lord, we are asking you that you would bless their marriages and you would touch all these standards who are in the many areas and many um, different situations of fighting for their marriage. And I pray you would encourage them as they read uh, Daniel. God, you can move the mountain in any situation. You can put somebody that feels like they're in a fire of circumstances at this very moment, and you can encourage them and say, I am in control. So, Lord, we ask that you would just speak to them. I ask that you would touch every one of these people to read the Bible faithfully daily and that they would have a special time with you and that we will grow in the Lord together each and every day to become more mighty uh, prayer warriors. And we would never give up. I'm praying for restoration of marriages. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, be sure to subscribe so that you're notified when a new episode is released. And if you enjoyed this podcast and you found it beneficial, will you submit a review so it will help our rankings and other people will be able to find it? If you want to reach out to us, you can do so from our website. Again, www.rejoiceministries.org. Write us and tell us how you enjoyed this podcast. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit rejoiceministries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.